Good evening and hope you had an awesome day. So up until now, we've spoken, just to recap, about the fact that we all have less than favorable sides and failures, and that's okay. But our job is to realize that we're created in a fashion that is both great, full of potential, and imperfect, and that our achievement is to further refine the raw material that we are. Just like the one who gets a physical x-ray to figure out to see where the break is, so too one must have the confidence to take spiritual x-rays that are honest, because we need to know which broken character traits must be treated. But my friends, tonight I want to share with you something that takes us to a whole deeper level. Now this is wisdom from one of my many favorite books, and if you ask me, possibly the greatest book written on how to raise the most awesome Jewish children, helping them become eventually the best Jewish adults that they can be. It's a book called Chovas HaTalmidim, A Student's Obligation, written by the great Piazetsna Rebbe, Rav Kalenovs Kalman, born back in 1889 and tragically murdered in the Holocaust in 1943. He is often known by the name of one of his works, Eish Kodesh, The Holy Fire, and he was an individual whose soul was literally on fire, a glow for all those who interacted with him and who still read his works. His love for educating children was also full of compassion and passion. In the beginning of this great book, he has an introduction that's meant to be read just by parents and teachers to give them the understanding of what raising kids is really all about, because so often parents and teachers are so mistaken, and kids are often seen as problem kids when really they're products of ineffective or even destructive parenting. Honestly, while this book was written in the early 30s in Warsaw, it is more cutting edge than anything written in 2021. So the Piazetsna Rebbe goes on to describe how parents and teachers are meant to be seen as gardeners with the task of cultivating God's garden, in which the main thing grown are people. And in this process, they may come across people who, as far as they can tell, are of poor character and have challenging character traits. However, he cautions them to look at the reality properly. See, one must bear in mind that just as fruits are bitter in their early stages of growth, they become very sweet once they have fully ripened and matured. And so too one's neshama, one's soul, and one's character traits. He goes on to quote the holy Baal Shem Tov, who would often teach his followers that there is no such thing as a child whose very nature or characteristics are absolutely evil. One just has to know how to utilize those traits and nurture them. And then he proceeds to show how so many character traits that we see as bitter and bad are really just unripe. But if intended to properly, they too will mature into wonderful qualities. For example, what we might see as, let's say, stubbornness is just an immature characteristic that could, if channeled correctly, turn into the great asset of commitment, deep commitment, and not allowing a person to turn into one of these wishy-washy Jews. They don't settle for that. If a person gets heated up really quickly, we see that as negative. But remember, God doesn't create negative traits. It's only the way that we use them that's unrefined. So while getting heated up could turn into anger if defined at core really by ego, if it's defined by purpose, it will produce passion. What he explains in a much more elegant and lengthy way in this book is something so profound and fundamental to our discussion of inner growth. The goal of our inner work is not to take those areas that are manifesting negatively and get rid of them. We aren't meant to change who we are. But rather, if you see a break, it means that the quality that you possess is not being used for its proper purpose. It's not working as it should. And so the characteristic is seemingly broken. So if you could take that broken characteristic and heal it, nurture it, mature it, and channel it, that exact area that you think is your darkest place is in fact the part 
that could illuminate who you are more than any other part. I'm not sure about you, but when I first read this, I nearly just fell off my seat. The deep psychology of Jewish wisdom tells a person to be who they are, but realize that just like a fruit that is unripe, what they are now might be bitter, but when they mature and fully grow, the sweetness will come through instead. Our bitterness or our sour parts of personality are in fact what makes us who we are, but we haven't taken the time to tend to them so that they turn from sour to sweet. And once we do so, we will have fixed the break rather than cutting it out of ourselves. Now, while this book that I've drawn this wisdom from is meant for students, the reality is that it's meant for each and every one of us. As some people have bitter traits that are, are unrefined and worked on them in their teens. Some don't until they're in their 20s. And then there are those of us or for all of us, parts of us that have been left raw, unrefined, well past that. And so our goal is to have the maturity at whatever age we are to tend to those areas as a student and mature those unrefined character traits. This book is truly awesome. Would love one day to go through it with a group of people looking to raise that next generation of superstars because the truth and power of its approach is honestly beyond belief. And on that note, wishing you an awesome night again, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.